cold open episode of Better Late Than Never. We are on location. Tyler and I are at the, where are we? The Residence Inn in Vancouver. Should we do like a cool sound effect of our glasses clinking? We're having beers. We're waiting for Jay. I have uh, formulated an idea that Jay must have a kink to watch me and Tyler sleep together because it is three men in a room. And we had to fly into Abbotsford because it was cheaper. We flew into Abbotsford because it was cheaper only to have the savings get dumped directly into the Uber to get to the hotel in downtown Vancouver. Like hardly even a joke. I think it would have been an extra 80 bucks each to fly into Vancouver um, in and out of Vancouver. And now instead we had to spend $76 on an Uber to get us here, 76 to get us back. So, well, you know, net e- well, Hey, Want to start off by shouting out the audio department as always. Thank you for helping me out with trying to figure out the audio. I appreciate you. Go check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. You can book some studio time. Record a podcast like this one. Record a spoken word poetry album for all they care. Book some time at theaudiodepartment.ca. We should probably start with what happened today. The big news? The thing that happened? Uh Uh-huh. I almost, as the announcement came out about sports 1440 and Jason Greger kicking off on September 5th with the Kevin Carius show at 7 a.m. on AM 1440 on your dial. It's almost amazing we were able to keep a secret for as long as we did. Yeah, that's actually a really good point because there have been people kind of saying, honestly, everywhere I go, like it's crazy how much 1260 was missed in like yeah. not that long of a time being gone, but like immediately, right? 1260 goes away. And I'm, I go to slow pitch games. I go wherever people are always like, oh man, that sucks about the radio station. Like I drive around all day. I got nothing now. And the fact that we've had, and Gregor's been planning this for so long, and then we've been involved in the process for so long and it hasn't really gotten out or never got out at all was uh, surprising. Like when it, there was a tweet last week that was like, oh, Sports radio news coming next week in Alberta. Way to go, Seebs. Well, and people were like, oh, the Calgary station's shutting. No one was like, oh, Edmonton's getting it back. It's just no one thought that someone was actually going to revive it. So I was actually surprised by that. So our head of partnerships at Playmaker, his name's Adam Seaborn. He's the one that tweeted out, look for some Edmonton sports, Alberta Alberta sports radio news to come out on Monday. I was surprised that not many people connected the dots. Yeah, that's it. Looking back, it's kind of, but he also does that all the time, right? He's always breaking media news. So I guess the only person I saw, I saw it on Reddit. Someone was like on Friday, I guess that tweet went out. And on Friday, someone's like, wait a minute. That's the guy that works for Playmaker, the parent company of Oilers Nation. That was the only person that I saw connected or connect the dots on that one. So I guess I'm going to ask you, you were at 1260, Mm -hmm. closed down, Uh obviously sad. A lot of us sat there and listened to the static on the station for a while. Yeah. What do you think? I'm intrigued with it because it's a hybrid, right? Like I guess my side of it is unique because I got my start in radio. I went to radio school, right? My first Mm -hmm. job in the industry is a radio job. And then a couple of years ago, I kind of saw the writing on the wall a little bit. And I mean, all those guys did to an extent, but there's a difference when you're like me, a producer for two hours a day, barely making any money. Versus like someone who would have a full-time job in it, who was a host, right? So for me, it was easy to look and be like, ooh, this like might not be around that long when you look at how Bell was handling things and what you knew about Bell. Did you think about that when you left? Oh yeah, 100%. Like dating back to my time there, it was always, because I was there the day Bell shut down Winnipeg, Vancouver and all of them, right? And I remember sitting there on that day being like, how is that not us? Like, we're good. We're good. And they called us into a meeting. They're like, you guys are good. Trust us. And I remember leaving that meeting being like, 
I have a funny feeling we aren't good. And everyone there at the station kind of had the same, like, it's a matter of when, not yeah. if like this thing's getting pulled from under us. Right. Yep. But I also saw like the way the industry was going and like the push to digital, right. Video shows and all of that. So the reason I'm so intrigued and why I think this Gregor thing will work really, really well is a Gregor has been basically doing this for the last, however many years, years. selling his own ads, buying his own airtime and being very successful at it. A lot of people didn't know that too about Gregor, that he actually leased his spot on 1260. Yeah. He leased his spot, bought his own ads. He was never an employee of TSN 1260 when it was the Jason Gregor show. Right. And then the other side of it is that it's like a step into the future, right? It's not like they're just rebooting TSN 1260. It's going to be sports 1440. There's going to be new voices on there. And then there's the combination of digital. You can watch the Jason Gregor show every day. You can, you know, our pre and a bunch of stuff we're working on is going to be collaborated with all that. So it's cool. They're going to be on the air like normal. Uh Set your dials, 1440. They're going to be like Tyler said, streaming on all of our social channels, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. So you can watch it there. It's going to be released as a podcast everywhere where podcasts Mm -hmm. go up. So you can download it there if you're not around. Yep. It is a different animal. It's totally different. Like it's not just going to be the standard kind of radio. And also another thing of it, as much as I said, you know, like Gregor wasn't an employee of 1260, like he still had to abide by like the bell structure of things. Yep. Right. And yep. now like the shackles are kind of off. He's free to do in a way. I feels like whatever kind of from the release, whatever kind of radio he wants to do. Cause isn't there like, cool. I mean, I guess you can tell them that station doesn't exist anymore. Wasn't there like rules about who could go on and who could not and things like that? Yeah. Like to an extent, right? Like when you're a bell company, you can't have, you couldn't have Elliot Friedman as a guest. He's right. Rogers. Makes, you yeah. can have Jeff Merrick, right? Like there was the Rogers bell divide. Now you're at the point where sports 1440 is totally unrestricted. You can mm-hmm. get whoever you want on that station. So in case you missed it, I don't know how you did. Of course, you know, if you're listening to this, yeah. September 5th is when this switches on with the Kevin Carrier show at 7 to 11 a.m. Fantasy Frenzy with Hallie and Douglas at 11 to noon. The Lowdown with Low Tide. Lowdown with Low Tide's back. 12 to 2. And then Gregor show from 2 to 6, as always. I'm excited to work with Low Tide again. It was one of those things where if you've been around long enough, if you've been in the nation orbit long enough, you may remember low tide doing nation radio on 1260, what feels like a thousand years ago now. And then he went on to do his thing with the lowdown with low tide. But now that we get to work together again, at least on the radio side, Mm -hmm. super cool to be just kind of tied to low tide again. He's an Edmonton institution, just such like Gregor. I'm excited about the Kevin Carrius show. Now everybody knows why he left global. Yeah, that was like a mystery for a bit. I didn't even clue into that either. Because um, today I was talking to my dad about the whole thing. And he's like, oh, so Carius is going to do this and global. And I was like, no, no, like that's how much people are believing in this. Like Kevin Carius was a staple yeah. on the global news broadcast. And he's leaving to have his own show here. I, there's rumblings. We can't talk about them, about other people who might be joining. Yep. And it's cool. It's real cool. Super cool. So the announcement is one thing, but by no means is this project done. It's in fact just getting started. Yeah. So. We got some work to do on our end. Gregor's got work to do on his end. August 14th, as we're recording this from our hotel room in Vancouver, September 5th, circle it on the calendars. That's the Tuesday after the long weekend. Sports radio is going to be back in your car. It's going to be back in your office. It's going to be back in your shop or wherever you were listening to it. The interesting thing about the announcement today was going through the comments. And, you know, for the most part, everybody was excited about it. But you kind of really got, at least I did, because I was never in the 1260 orbit. You got an idea of how much just listening to sports radio gets people through the day. 
Oh yeah, man. Like I've never really been in a spot where like I've worked a job where it's like driving around and things like that, but talking to so many people again, cause I was at 1260 for so long, like it, it's a really, really unique bond. Like a podcast is always one thing. And again, it's catching up and the gap is whatever, but like radio, there was this element of like forced, right? Like if you were in the car pre podcast and you wanted to listen to sports talk, you had more or less in Edmonton outside of 12 to two, you had one choice basically the whole day, whether you liked the people or did not like them, like that was your choice. You were forced to, in a way, like become friends. Right. And that's really what the bond is. Cause again, you listen to someone X amount of hours, Monday through Friday, while you're driving at work and you're looking for something to like occupy your mind. It's it, the reaction today has been great. And you can definitely tell how much the market missed it. And also that's what makes Edmonton such a unique sports market. Like the diehard fans who constantly want stuff 24 seven. I mean, yep. the nation's a prime example of that. So then now unique. the nation's going to be able to give it to you. Yeah. It, and it's unique too, right? Like we know this kind of firsthand in, in places like Calgary and stuff like the rabid fan base, Oilers fans and Edmonton sports fans stick through with their teams through everything. And it's yep. reflected in stuff like this. I'm super excited about it. It is a wild, even just, I mean, I'm only loosely associated to today's announcement. And I got to interview Gregor yeah. and read it up at OilersNation.com. My article was kind of the first thing that went out from our side about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just kind of cool because I got a quote from Jay here and I wish he was here and not on the ferry in transit so we could ask him about it. But how close is he to getting back here again? Look to the hotel. I'll get Anyways. here when he gets here. If he interrupts, yeah. he interrupts. We'll yeah. give him a microphone. <laughs> um, but I asked him about it. I was like, isn't it weird? how it started out as a Ryan Smith, we miss you website has kind of evolved into what it's at today. Like it's pretty nuts. Even from when you showed up, it's nuts. Oh yeah. I think about like where we started when I got here recording podcasts out of the dungeon basement of little brick with like, or before that, the office, remember that? Yeah. Doing it up in that office. And I think before that, we're like the podcast of this company, we're like Dan recording them on garage band and like step up, step up, step up. And then you go. And now we have two brand new rebuilt studios or soon to be rebuilt studios in our HQ. And we're partnering up to like bring back sports talk radio. Mm-hmm. It's insane, man. Did you get a chance to cruise around the feedback a little bit today? Yeah, a little bit. Um, there was obviously a lot of shitheads cause you know, internet be internet. Got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Some of them are also just hilarious, but we don't need to get into that. Well, listen, uh, the reality is if you don't have people that are annoyed with you, like then you're not doing it right. Yeah. And again, like <laughs> Sometimes I feel, and actually, no, I shouldn't even say sometimes I feel, I know for a fact, I get way less hate as a podcast YouTube guy than I did as a radio guy. Cause again, people are forced to listen to you on the radio. <laughs> so like if someone has to listen to you for two hours and they don't like you, and I know there's lots of people that don't like me, but like when they forced to listen to you for two hours, it's way more common that someone's going to reach their breaking point and DM you and be like, you're a fucking clown. I hate you. So I'm not surprised that there's like a big or not a big, that there's a few people out there who are like, Oh fuck, I didn't want this. Yeah. But it doesn't make it any less hilarious. But then at the same point that we also, the overwhelming majority of people were super positive. They were super grateful just to have sports talk radio back in their cars and they're excited about what it means. And so are we, it's a really cool day for the nation network. And you know, I'm coming up at, 10 years since I left my last job to work at the nation. And it's mind blowing where we're at today. Even the fact that we're in Vancouver right now to work on another project is pretty nuts. 
yeah, like almost a couple of projects in a way. Like it's, it, it is bananas. Like I even think back to like when I started part-time at the nation and again, like recording podcasts in a little office because I needed extra money and was like, ah, oh, this is like a cool spot to be, um, to like this again in Vancouver, building up more things like next year's going to be insane. Though we almost didn't get here. <laughs> but that's honestly like, that's a very Tyler bagged milk kind of like approach to the day is like, when's our flight leave? 2.30. It's like 2.08. We're like, I should probably get our bills. Like our beers probably. are still half full. So if you've been to the Edmonton airport and if you're listening to this, you probably have, you know that when you clear security, the first thing you do is you pop down to Chili's for a cocktail. So Tyler and I had some time to wait and we had, well, we're like, oh, well, we got an hour and a half flight and we got the nine hour Uber ride to the hotel and who knows what time Jay and Jared are going to get here. And we're going to be a little hungry. So we had a little mange and we sit down at the Chili's and then one beer turned into two. And then all of a sudden we're like, huh, you got to go. And then when we weren't even like, oh shit, we're going to be running late. We were just like, ah, probably head out. eh?" (laughs) But I also at the same point thought we had a lot of time at the same time. Yeah. So when we walked up to the gate, because I walked straight up to the gate thinking that I was going to have to just verify my ID and my boarding pass Yeah. because I did check us both in online yesterday. And the guy goes, didn't you hear me call you? And I was like, me, <laughs> we, well, like we left the chilies and you're like, I'm going to get a water. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go piss, fill up my water bottle. Like we were just casually going out. We were the last people on the plane. <laughs> we were the last two people on the plane. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Well, we got here. That's what matters. Yeah. Last two people on the plane, but we had the road to ourselves. That was nice. Which was great. That I was could, great. I sat window. You sat aisle. No one there. We could just really spread out. No one. In, yep. You watched the Johnny Manziel documentary. Mm-hmm. I watched the Mark Cavendish biking documentary. Well, sports you, talk to When you said Mark Cavendish, I don't know who that is. I don't know. The story. I didn't know either. I just saw the trailer on Netflix. You said that. I thought maybe you watched a documentary on like the Cavendish <laughs> potato company. I was going to be like, that's so weird, bro. Yeah, that would have been a weird thing for me to watch. Yeah. The reality is I just saw the trailer on Netflix. You know, when it goes, you might like kind of thing. Yeah. I'm like, this looks cool. I like the Tour de France. It's fucking crazy, that thing. I could never do the Tour de France. It yeah. just exhausted me watching this. <laughs> so I like that. Yeah, it was good. And then we landed in Abbotsford and how had a one hour and 20 minute Uber ride. Yep. And then we realized we fly out of Abbotsford tomorrow also. And then that means we probably, and that's in the middle of rush hour and we have to get to the airport. So that's not going to be ideal. No, that's going to be... And to make matters worse, I kind of hoped Jay was flying out of Vancouver and not with us in Abbotsford because you know how he travels. He's the most like laissez-faire airport guy ever. Oh, yeah. So I got a feeling tomorrow we're going to be rolling up as we board. Probably. Yeah. No time for airport beers. Sad. If it was up to me, we would have plenty of time for airport beers. I feel like me and you might get our way. You never know. We do have a long day in Vancouver tomorrow. So what are we doing? Well, we're working on the thing. Working on the thing. I I know we're being cryptic. I don't like doing that, but it's, we're working on, essentially we're working on a deal that hopefully we're going to close and hopefully we can make another cool announcement. Mm -hmm. And then Tyler's here because he's got to do some Tylery things at the place where this thing happens. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to have lunch with quads and Faber. We're going to handle quads and Faber for a bit. So like if we do the first thing in the morning and then lunch with quads and Faber, like we'll be done lunch with quads and Faber by like three or four. And as long as we leave by four, even if we were to say two hours to get to the airport, that's an hour before we leave. See, like we just got to make sure that Jay is in the car at four. In the car at four and we'll have time for airport beers, I believe. 
I believe that too. Mm-hmm. We almost, I was actually thinking about renting a car today. Yeah. We were debating that in the airport just because it would have given us the freedom. Just, but I kind of wish we did after that ride. It was mostly straight. Yeah. It was mostly straight. You could have just turned, could have just turned on our nav. Anyway, next time. Next so, time we do 28 hours in Vancouver. We'll, we'll make sure we get it on It is that. a very quick trip. Very quick trip. And me and you are sharing a bed. And this bed is like, that's a soft queen. It is not a hard queen. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that much. It is more like a double than a queen. Yeah. It's I, the, on the way up here, I was like, I really hope there's a pullout couch. I like sprawling out when I sleep. I, well, first of all, I don't mind sleeping with you cause you don't really move. So I like that. I'm stationary. Yeah. I was secretly hoping that Jay and Jared were going to be sharing a room tonight and that we would have our own room. Also, sales guy Jared lives here now. So for all the cost cutting measures we took on this quick, we could have just stayed at his house. Why didn't we just stay at sales guy Jared's house? We could have stayed at sales guy, or I would have slept at Quads's house. I would have played with his Legos. (laughs) I love that Quads is a Lego guy. But honestly, I respect it as someone who's like struggled to turn his brain off from work, or I should say, during the hockey season, I struggled to turn my brain off from work. I think I would appreciate a hobby like that where I can just get like into it and just like get into a zone eventually and be like, whoa, two hours flew by. You, you need something like that. I think I do. So six days to air is a South, uh, documentary about South Park, how they crank out an episode every six days mm-hmm. in season. And when um, Trey Parker gets writer's block, he puts Legos together. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if that's why quads does it. He just likes it, but I like to doodle mm-hmm. when I do that. So I have a notepad with like a big sketchbook and I just sit and doodle. And like you said, sometimes two hours goes away. You need to figure out your whatever yeah. that is. Like in the summer, that's why I love golfing, right? Is because I'll just like- Don't I'll, you get mad though when you golf? Yeah, but I don't really care. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I put my phone away in my bag most of the time. And like, cause I don't listen to music or anything while I golf. It's usually like phone in the bag and just like nothing for four hours. I just drink beers and golf. And actually what I started doing last year was on Wednesdays. That's the day where we don't have a real life or an Oilers Nation radio in the afternoon. Yep. So I'm usually done my work by like 334. Mm-hmm. I always have an hour. There's a virtual golf place by my house. Same thing. Just throwing my AirPods. Virtual golf's the best. Oh, throwing my AirPods for an hour and just hit balls by myself for an hour. It is the best. I'm like totally zoned out. I'm not thinking about anything like that is nice. But Lego does actually have an appeal to me, but it's expensive. It is crazy. Oh my God. If you walk through the Lego store in like West Ed, it's like, geez, I'm sure there's people listening to this with like kids who are like, yeah, man, I know. You could have an epic day at the Lego store like Liam did at the M&M store. <laughs> he joined Oilers Nation every day on like a little impromptu thing when he was in Paris. Yeah. And that's all the only word he ever used. He was like, epic. That's epic. Then with the Gregor announcement <laughs> today, he just tweeted epic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should be back at work today, isn't he? Uh, he's, as you would expect from someone who had a long travel day, he did all his weekly reporting. And then he was like, dude, I'm so sick. He's like, I have to go back to bed. Well, fair enough. Extended that vacation one more day, did you, Liam? Yeah. All right. Avoid the grind. I respect it. his work done though. So I respect it. I respect it too. If you're listening to this right now, I'm curious to know what you think about the Gregor announcement, because obviously it was a huge day for the nation network. Again, like I said, off the jump, I'm surprised we kind of were able to keep it a secret. We have a lot of people that like to brag about when we do things that are cool, but the fact that we kept it tight is actually really impressive. Mm -hmm. So go check out my article. Sports radio is coming back to Edmonton or nation.com. Brownlee actually wrote a really nice thing about bringing back sports radio. It's his radio Gaga kind of series that he's done over the years. So go check that one out as well. Tyler's got something up tomorrow coming about PTOs. What is the Sam Gagne thing going on? Is he actually going to come back on a PTO? What? Like Luke Gazdick said something yeah, and then a bunch of just people on Twitter were like, Oh yeah, I think this is happening. I think this is happening. And all I was basically writing was, listen, I do not know if the Sam Gagne thing is or isn't happening as of now. Actually, I know 
he has not agreed to a PTO in Edmonton. So there's that. Yep. Um, I just thought it was funny how people were like, oh, this organization can't let go of the past. Oh, Jesus, if you think <laughs> Sam Gawney is going to contribute to an NHL lineup, you're delusional. There are rules in the preseason. We talked about this on ONR on Friday. Yep. There are rules in the preseason with how many veterans you need to dress every game. Yeah, you're not going to make Connor sit on the bench. The Oilers lineup, top nine, you could probably really say top 10 forwards is set. The Oilers top five D-men are set. The Oilers two goalies are set. They would be wise to bring in some PTO guys that can go on the road trips, take spots in the first five, because there's eight preseason games for some unholy reason this year. Again, awful, terrible. But you need guys who can go in the lineup, right? So like, what's the downside of Sam Gagne showing up? Zero. Nothing. Feel good story. Maybe he has a hell of a camp and, you know, earns a league min contract. Sure. As the 13th forward. Same thing with Brandon Sutter, right? And if you go get a defenseman and another forward, bring them on PTOs. The only downside is actually upside and it's that they'll play a few preseason games for you. And if they Mm -hmm. suck, who cares? Straight up, who cares? The only downside is when you start doing stuff like they did with Jake Vertanen, where it's like clear character thing that your fan base is going to, right? Like that was dumb. We don't need to do that, but it was dumb. Um, so I wrote a little bit just about my, basically what I just said verbatim. So tomorrow. Yep. You can read So you can read it all again tomorrow. Also talked about the Bruins and uh, what they're going to do now. Cause David Krejci announced David Krejci just announced his retirement. So they're kind of hooped. Well, it's an interesting spot to be in. All their like legacy guys are gone. And like, okay. So Krejci, Bergeron, both gone. They didn't replace either of them. Yeah. And it's not like those guys were like end of their career bad. No, they were good. 56 points in 70 games. Bergeron won the Selkie. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't replace him. So it's, and they only have 400. It's basically the Patrice Bergeron award at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they only have 400K in cap space. So I wrote a little bit about like who they could get to replace him and whatnot and how it could affect the Oilers because maybe they. So for all the people that got mad about Taylor Hall getting traded for zip, that's why. Got no room. And like they lost two guys and still didn't have money to sign anyone else. It's crazy. Where did Tyler Bertuzzi sign? Did he re up there? Oh yeah, he's in Toronto. Yeah, that one you're in Toronto. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. I just wanted to jump on today. I'm going to have a regularly scheduled episode of BLTN on Wednesday, but today's a super cool day and we were happy and me and Tyler just chilling in the hotel room. I might go jump in the hot tub. Hot tub on floor two. Bag milk asked the front desk attendant. Yeah. He goes, can three guys fit in the tub? And that was probably the funniest thing she's ever heard in her life based on her reaction. She laughs so hard. When I'm checking into a hotel, I like to try and make the person at the desk laugh because their job is not fun. Yeah. There's a lot of times where people are mad and something's going wrong. So I like to try and make them laugh. I don't you know. You definitely made her laugh. That was pretty funny. She was. Yeah. She kind of like came a little bit unglued there. Uh-huh. But she did tell us the hot tub that will fit three of us is on floor two. She did suggest no to three in the tub. Yeah, no to three in the room tub. But, but who's she to squash our dreams? I'm no quitter. Also, no. the room we're in has like a massive double fridge. Yeah. Do not know and a dishwasher. Do not know in what world you would ever need those two things. Like they could have skipped the whole kitchenette and put like a pull-out bed there. Yeah. You know, and for our scenario, it would have been better. Yep. But we could totally go sit in the hot tub for a little bit because I think all we're doing tonight is going over dinner with Jared and Jay. Yeah, I think so. And then maybe beers with favor. Oh, yeah. Because he lives right. He just lives down the road. Yeah, he lives like in Vancouver. How close are we to the Rogers Arena? He said that we're less than 10 minutes from him. Drive or walk? Probably drive. Drive. Okay. So yeah, we're not that far. Yeah. So okay. casual. Yeah. Anyway, we're in Vancouver. We're going to have a good time. Do you think tonight is going to be. Like a sneaky one where we have like, just I guess 
probably. Yes. Oh, probably. Me and you tend to have tend to do that to each other. Well, we did go get 12 beers as if like. Yeah. Well, you picked up a six pack. You're like, well, we need more than that. And I just, I just agreed because, well, one, I did actually agree. I was like, well, we do need more than six. But also in my head, I'm like 28 hours. Well, sure. Yeah. I'll be fine. That's it happens. Work. You know what? Work. There was odds from Betway provided that you were 19 plus could do so responsibly on us drinking all 12 of those beers. You're not going to make a lot of money because I'm no. going to say that it is heavily favored that we drink all those beers. Um, speaking of Betway, I see you have them open right now. Yeah. Uh, can you go NHL futures? I got a spicy one. Mm-hmm. Do you have, do they have make or miss the playoffs? Ooh. To make the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's, what do you want? what's Arizona? Actually, let me, do you want to guess? Let's play a little bag. Milk yeah. Okay, actually, I like this game. Okay. So over at Betway. Again, provided you were 19 plus can do so responsibly. They do have some future bets to make the playoffs. So Arizona. Okay. Got it. I'm going to let's s- say Arizona to make the playoffs. Okay. I want you to give a guess here. Now, Arizona generally terrible mm-hmm. though. at mullet arena last year. Very, very good. And yeah. in the back half of the season, they were incredibly strong down the stretch despite missing anyway. And they went out and got some bodies this year. Brought back mm-hmm. Nick Bukestad. Big jugs could be the difference. I'll say they're plus 550. Plus 750 to make Whoa, the Whoa, see, I'm betting that. I'm betting that at seven and a half to one. Would I, you? Just a little sprinkle? Well, so just looking at kind of the picture in the Western Conference, I think the Pacific is like in all likelihood set. Edmonton, LA, Vegas are going to be the three playoff teams, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So you have that in the other com or in the other division, Colorado will make it. Dallas will make it, but I don't know who else is a lock in that division. Mm-hmm. Is there someone I'm like clearly missing? I don't think so. What other team you want to guess? <sighs> the Kraken, the Seattle Kraken made the playoffs last year. Okay. It was their first time in the playoffs. They kind of had no ex- they don't have odds for the Kraken. Oh, weird. There's no odds for the Kraken to or to make or not make the playoffs. Ah, well, that's because I think they're going to miss. I, I wanted to see what they were to make because I feel like they're going to be overpriced. That's a team that did not get better this offseason. What about the Calgary Flames? Can you? I've the got them. Okay, there you go. Now, Calgary Flames are going to be interesting because not necessarily a lot of roster turnover there this year. They do have people wanting to exit. Now, the interesting thing that's going to happen with Calgary is if they are, let's say they're in the mix for playoff spot come deadline time. Yeah. Do they sell off their expiring assets as a team like that should, or would they hang on to them hoping for one last Hail Mary and glory to follow? How could you hold on to them? Like I would bet on them to miss. That's kind of my. So, what's your guess? Calgary my, to miss. What's your guess? Cal- oh, I can get Calgary to miss. Yeah, I'll say Calgary to miss is only plus one fifty. You're damn close. Plus one forty to make it. They have minus two hundred right now. Currently on Betway, August fourteenth. Yeah, I just I don't uh, I don't love it. So, anyways, back like what I was saying was like if three in the Pacific are locks, I think you know Seattle, Vancouver, and Calgary are fringe in my opinion. They could get in. They could get out. Yep. In the other division, you have. Colorado and Dallas and outside of them, I'm not sure who else in that division is like a clear cut lock to make it. So last year there was Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota, Winnipeg from the central made it. Yeah. Okay. Minnesota's probably in too, but that means there's two open spots is Arizona. And again, you got to think in terms of the NHL where like weird things happen every totally. year is Arizona with Carol Vamelka net. And he's a good goalie a decent blue line and a forward group with some upside. 
Remember, they're getting Logan Cooley. He could be the mm-hmm. rookie of the year next year. I mean, Connor Bedard probably will, but Cooley sh- should be right there. Could be. You're going to, they can be in the same conversation as the Kraken, the Flames. Sure, why not? The Jets, the Preds, like those teams, they can be in the mix. I like them at seven and a half to one. Well, there's your bet. Provided yep. that you are 19 plus and can do so responsibly, check out the other futures at Betway and just pay attention to WeathersNation.com. I'm going to be walking through all of these on the weekend. So, so far I've done Pacific Division odds. Uh, I've done Hart Trophy odds. Those are kind of the layups that I wanted to get out of the way first, <laughs> at least in terms of my spirit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, David <laughs> to win the Hart Trophy. What, big, what do you think it was? Plus 130? It was just even money. Like one, that's insane. It's yeah. basically McDavid or the field. If it's yes, plus 100, 100%. Um, you're basically at this point, just betting knock on wood. It's plus 100 on will Connor McDavid stay healthy this year. Yep. That's basically the bet, yep. which is hilarious. And it's I like think, prime tiger woods. I think Leon was like plus 500 or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. I'll find it. Real which quick. is, I mean, yeah. Interesting. I mean, uh, future odds, the heart trophy. I wrote this again. This was from Saturday, so I could check the odds. Leon was actually plus a thousand to win. Really? Plus a thousand to win. Connor was a plus 100, even money. Nathan McKinnon was next up plus 900. Then Leon plus 1000 along with Matthew. Kuchel. So if I were to throw a betting strategy, the way of the people, what I would do is, and again, you can adjust this to your own units, but for the simplicity of the math, hundred bucks on McDavid wins you a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. 10 bucks on dry saddle wins you a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. If you're going to bet on McDavid, throw 10 on Dreisaitl as like a bit of an insurance bet. Yeah. Because if there was an injury again, don't like yell at me and be like, you're jinxed to blue. If there was an injury that took McDavid out, out for enough time where he would not win the heart, Leon Dreisaitl's chances to win the heart go way up. 100%. It makes sense. Your logic yeah. makes sense. Lastly, before we wrap it up and get in the hot tub. Just want to tell you, oh, there's nation open. There's very few spots left. And someone emailed me today. and was like, can you put a spot on hold? And I was like, no, I can't. You got to get shit together, homie. Procrastination is not your friend here, no. people. If you are waiting for tomorrow, you could miss out. So check out nationgear.ca. We're going to be raising some money for Gregor's grads. It's always a great time out there. We're going to be at Millwoods Golf Club on September 1st. That's the Friday leading into your long weekend. There's no excuse for you not to be there. I will write you an unlicensed doctor's note to attend our tournament. If you if you want to be there, but you don't want to play, we do need volunteers as well. So reach out to Dan yeah. at OilersNation.com. We can set you up. Well, all kinds of stuff. We have volunteers doing all kinds of things. You'll get a free meal out of it. You get to hang out with Tyler a little bit. You get a Chirp J. Chirp J, why not Chirp J about Evan Bouchard in person? You know? Why yes, not? You should. Why not? By the way, I looked at our, that clip the other day, Tyler, from Oilers Nation oh, Radio no. two weeks ago. It is still going. Still going. So people very, very happy with Jay and his takes. You know? They even that even bled into today's 1440 announcement. Which was great. The one guy who was mad was like, oh great, more Gregor. Who's gonna be his first guest? The idiot who said Bouchard's a number six. <laughs> good lord. Hopefully. That'd be a good first guest. It'd be a great first guest. Uh, I just want to thank the audio department and Betway for making this possible. Also, shout out to Alpha Romeo of Edmonton and Trilogy Oldfield Rentals. Again, regularly scheduled program will be coming up on Wednesday evening. Just want to give you a little taste, a little behind the scenes. 30 minutes of Tyler and Bag Milk from Vancouver. Me and Tyler, we're waiting. We're having steam whistles. We're having beers. We might have another one. I'm dead. You're only halfway done yours. I'm having another one. Yeah, we're going to do that right away. <laughs> and until then, fare thee well. I will talk to you on Wednesday.